Neighbors Confessional. Welcome to Gamers Confessional episode 314. It is me, Vimesy, with me tonight, the Man Mountain, the Goliath himself, the Herculean, Clarky Snap. Hey, hey. Um, no Pat. Pat. I don't know, what were he bugger off three weeks ago and can't be asked, or what? He's off praying or something tonight. Yeah, I said something along those lines. I smell bullshit, but yeah, you know. That's probably from the spit roast. It, it, it was on Twitter two minutes ago, bitching about Man U, so you can't be that busy. Ah. Oh, so it's good to know. So sorry for the radio silence on um, uh, the last two weeks that we've missed. Uh, I don't want to blame Pet fully, but I am going to blame Pet fully. And that's fine because he never listens to any episode that he's not on. So he's not going to find out that I've blamed it completely on him. So, you know, we'll see. If he comes back and bitches at me for blaming on him, I'll know he's listened to this section of the show. Although I possibly should have left late in 30 seconds into the show because he probably turns off. Anyway, whatever. He's he's not here. So it's just me, grumpy me, and Clarky. He's probably also grumpy because, you know, male menopause and all that. So it's a real thing. Um, yeah, both our wives buggered off shopping, not together, and then refused to return at podcast o'clock. So we're grumpy. But anyway, something that um, hasn't made me grumpy, for want of a better term, is Xenoblade. Yeah. <laughs> Going straight into games. Because uh, why not? Um, it's been... It's been three weeks since my last my last tentative foray into Xenoblade. I think last time we talked about it, I was about five hours in or something. I can't remember. Yeah, it wasn't very far, was it? No, I'm now 35 hours in. You are, yes. Which is um, pretty good for me on a JR, JRPG. Um, and I'm not rushing it. I don't feel the need to rush it. I've, I'm kind of mainlining the story, but kind of not, I think. Um, I've done a few little side hero quest type things. Most of them are quite nice because they seem to sort of tie in. And half the time, you're not sure. They're so nicely tied in that you're not quite sure if they're part of the main quest or not. They just sort of fit. Um, certainly the hero quests do anyway, where you go and get some new new sort of new companions that you can drop I in think, drop I, out. Think pretty, I think they pretty much all do i don't think i did a single quest that didn't in some way like add to the story in some way there's a couple of not necessarily fetch quests but kind of like you know those ones you overhear when you go around the camp and it's like oh go and go and find the other offseer or go and pick some four-leaf clovers or whatever they're bloody called that kind of stuff where i'm just not i haven't done many of them mainly because it's just like if i run into them in my travels i'll do them but i'm not going to go and hunt them yet because i don't feel necessarily the need to but the hero quests seem to be they sort of drop in your lap and then there's kind of like well you can follow it through if you want to you don't necessarily have to and that's quite a nice way of doing it um but yeah no i'm really really enjoying it really really enjoying it um there are i'm glad this is something of a I don't know, a blip for you, isn't it? I've never known you stick at a game for so long without kind of waning off it. Bollocks. 
Bollocks. Final Fantasy VII Remake. I completed that in 40 hours. Pretty much bang on 40 hours. Yeah, but you did that over the course of a much kind of shorter span of time. Final Fantasy IX. Again, you did that in a pretty short time. This is this is you've kind of gone for longevity. This is this, this, well, is, this is not this you because it's over the summer holidays. My, I'm limited. So, like for example, last week I was off on holiday. I say on holiday. I took the kids with me, so not really a holiday. Um, because basically, because my wife and I uh, have to kind of cover all the school holidays, we don't get thirteen weeks leave each every year. Uh, we have to do what most people, I imagine, have to do, which is divide our leave up. So she'll take, you know, one week. I'll take the next week. She'll take the one week. She'll take the next week. So the last three weeks have been my week. Um, and last week I took them. <laughs> I took them off just for a couple of nights down to Croyd, so I didn't take the switch deliberately. Which I bloody had, um, you know. So there have been times when during the like during over the school holidays where it's just been I've had to go like a couple of days out. So this has been actually really good because it's a switch game. I literally can just pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down, and because of the nature of Xenoblade, you can for the most part just do half an hour, twenty minutes, yeah. put it down, or as I did yesterday because my Basically, my mum took the kids for three hours. I could play pretty much like for three hours straight without any problems at all. Um, so that was, it, it fits nicely into that. The only issue with that is when you pick it up for a quick 20 minute session and then it kicks into a cutscene that you know is going to go on for at least 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, grateful for the pause on that and the fact that with the switch, you could just turn it off, put it in its charger, fuck off for two days, come back and pick it and start it off again. Um, Absolutely. So that works. Really all hail the switch. All hail the switch. Um, there are a few, I mean, it's, it's typical JRPG stuff. Sometimes I just get the feeling that the bit, you know, why don't they just make an anime movie sometimes? I think because actually a lot of the time it does that thing where it kind of like, comes out of a cutscene, you walk 10 metres and it goes into another cutscene and then you walk another 15 metres and then it goes into another cutscene. You're like, why oh, don't you just make you, one long cutscene? Just you wait until you get to the end of the game. Oh, I, I, can, I can imagine. Um, some of the stuff, and we'll talk about this off, off air because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Um, the story elements, I'm... None of them are particularly surprising, nay shocking, and it does that thing where a lot of JRPGs do is where like there's somebody in a mask. Oh my god, it just covers their eyes, and you're not quite sure who it is. That Clark Clayton thing you mentioned the other day. Yeah, yeah. You know, or the Bruce Wayne thing. You know, oh, it's like oh, I've got, I've got a little. I put my glasses on. You won't know it's me now. And there's a couple of things that I know. Uh, yeah, thinking, until oh, until the moment that, that person that person comes out and like basically tells you, yeah, yeah it's yeah. me. Oh my god, it's you! Who would have known? Yes, <laughs> and and how all these how all these people have exactly the you know same haircut. So part of the the thing that we're talking about in this game is you know, um, there's like sci-fi elements and this kind of a cloning thing going on, but they all also happen to clone exactly the same hairstyles, which is just bizarre. But, you know... Hey. Uh, no, I wouldn't call it cloning. But, well, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, though. But it's it's that kind of... For the audience that haven't played the game, that's kind of kind yeah. of what it is. Um, 
I haven't got that far with the explanation yet, Clarky, so I can't get too deep into it. You know. Fair enough, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, it's just amazing that, that it's kind of like, oh. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, really, really enjoying it. So uh, 35 hours in, um, it's it's pretty good. I don't know how long I've got left. I'm about to get on uh, on, on my boat uh, to give Clarky an indication of where All I'm right, at. yeah. Uh, so yeah. I don't know quite how far I've got to go. I'm probably about halfway, I reckon. Maybe, um, maybe a bit more? Probably just a bit further than halfway. But yeah, that this mm. next area you're in, it's, um, a lot of it's, it, it, it becomes quite open world, if you will. Uh, um, and a lot of it's like, it, it's too high level for you. I just, like I was saying, I just stick to finishing that particular chapter and just go where it wants you to. Right. It's an area you get to come back and spend some more time with later on. Good to should know. you choose. Good to know. But yeah, finding it fine. Difficulties not too bad. There was one bit I had to message you and go, "What the fuck is going on?" Um, and that was kind of my bad because I forgot you could swap out the hero characters for people who are actually useful. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, very much enjoying it. You finished it. I finished it. Yeah. Did you shed a I, tear. Uh... Uh, um, oh. Don't ruin Bitter it. Su- I just bittersweet. Bittersweet. Oh, okay, lovely. That's good. To, good to know. So, 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 was it worth playing through? Tell me now, because I'm going to waste another thing. Oh, yeah, ab- ab- yeah, absolutely. It was. It was worth playing through because the thing is, for every corny JRPG anime trope, it's got this game. It, <laughs> it, 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 it has it quite also, a lot of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it also it also manages to get you with some really like kind of well done touching scenes if you will what one very well done at the end was yeah uh, extremely good and it's like you know there's some good humor in it and there's also it's done that thing which I, I i'm beginning to very much appreciate with with some some recent video games i played uh where there's a character that the beginning of it seems incredibly two-dimensional um and not particularly interesting um and in this case i'm specifically for me at the moment talking about lands um and he actually turns into kind of like one of the more interesting sidekicks if you see what i mean and more more to do with the fact that he seems to have a bit more nonce than you actually think he the the game kind of starts off and you think he's just a meathead and he's just kind of like whatever he reminds me a bit of that um what's the geezer's name in the expanse uh the muscly oh um Amos. Yeah, Amos. A little bit. He starts off and you think, oh, he's just a meathead loon. And then actually he says, there's some depth there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I still maintain that Senna doesn't get nearly as much development as the I, rest I, of I'm obviously I'm only 35 hours in. I mean, I'm, I, well, I guess we'll talk about this off, off, off air a little bit before we do the spoiler cast. But, um, <clears throat> is, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree because she's had a a kind of origin cutscene. Um, she's had a few bits and pieces in there. They obviously spend a little bit m- more time dealing with the two leads, if you like, more than, mm. more than anybody else. And my God, those two just need to stop thirsting after each other. It's just getting a bit um, sickening. So, yeah, just just fucking <laughs> jump in the sack or something. Get it? Yeah, over. no, no, they they did a they did a good job with it. I mean. This obviously, you've only played part of the second one, and yours it's still kind of drawing you in. 
I played both of the previous ones and there's some nice little touches in there. I've, I've like... noticed, I have noticed, obviously, there are some callbacks that even I get and there are some that are heavily telegraphed that you think, yeah, that's obviously a callback to the other game, even yeah, though I never I, played I, that I, game. I, I kind of like how they dealt with like the races that they all are as well because that's a nice little kind of, yeah, you'll get that if you play the other games because I, I think at one point you've probably already got past this. They, um... You better hope so, otherwise so... you're going to spoil it for me. Yeah, but it's, it's not really. It's only something that's relevant if you've played the other games anyway. But you kind of get... no. You've got Noah, Uni and Lands who are from... who are all races from Xenoblade 1. Uh-huh. And then you've got Senna, Tyon and Mio who are all races from Xenoblade 2. Uh-huh. And there's there's just sort of like some interesting like little tidbits in there. Like the fact that it's kind of, you know, you've got the center who's like wields the standard, this massive fucking gigantic hammer, but it does actually explain um, that the uh, Agnian races are much stronger than the Kavesi yeah, races. because the Kavesi have to wear power, something, yeah. or suits or armor or something. Like and, that. and obviously, if you're in the north from the other games, you'll see that all of the, with the exception of Tyon, all of the Agnian races all seem to be in some way, descendants of the blade race, mm-hmm. you know, with the jewel on the chest and flamey hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas you've got the other ones who you've got Uni, who's a high end tier, you've got Lance, who's a life form from the Maconis continent, and obviously, well, obviously Nora, I, a, I, I do that. Uh, of course, yeah, and Noah, who's a, an inhabitant twat. of the, bio, oh, the yes, Bionis, the Bionis, yes, okay, twat. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I maybe it's one of the ones where I'm finding the supporting cast far more fucking interesting than oh, the, than the lead character. There's some good ones, but I mean, you're at what's like the, the sort of the cream, the best part of the game, and you soon get introduced to a character, and you kind of think, "God damn you for putting this fucker into the game because it is literally the most." It's just so you just hate the character. It's not that well, that's something to look forward to then. Oh, it's, it's not the particular, particularly evil or anything like that. It's worse, just the way worse that than the bloody Nippon people, or whatever it is. Oh, Nippon. yeah, this is much worse. One of those whiny voices that doesn't stop. Uh, is your wife back? Um, no, probably another 10 minutes or oh, so. Okay, just don't before, she just, before she just barges into <laughs> don't the know house. I don't know why I thought of that. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so celebrate, yeah, loving it, really enjoying it. Um, we'll keep plodding on with it, and uh, I don't know. I've got I've got a whole heap of games lined up after that because Pet keeps trying to get me to play stuff again. But um, I did manage to duck out of that and boot up Two Point Campus when that released oh, on, yeah. on Game Pass, um, and it's very good. I mean, it's it's the same as. Um, Two-point hospital. Two hospital, but in schools. <laughs> with, with an educational spin. Yeah, and it does the same sort of thing. It's, it's got this weird sort of thing where... Um, so it, it does the same sort of thing with, with, with the hospital, where the hospital is kind of like you've got to uh, have different rooms to counter different diseases or illnesses or whatever. Um, so you have to hire, like, doctors and assistants and all that kind of stuff. And... Um, that will then give you targets like you know cure x number of people to do this or there's going to be a massive influx of people who 
have got this disease can you cure them within a certain time frame and all that sort of thing and two-point campus essentially does the same thing where it's basically um you know can you get these students to pass at a certain grade within a certain you know within the semester or whatever or within the year um it's it's everything you expect it to be it has instead of having illnesses they have basically four types of school so they have like a culinary school they have a clown like circus type school they have a knight school as in like knights horses armor that kind of thing Um, and something else that i can't remember off the top of my head um and you basically have to kind of do exactly the same thing where you know you'll have a different room for a different type of class, different lecture theatre for a different kind of whatever. Uh, then you have to hire the teachers and the the, the janitors and the, and the assistants and all do, this. Do, do, they, do they do the usual, like, um, sort of teach you basing, like they start to, like, you know, not work as hard when they don't get 25 weeks paid holiday per year? And It's not quite like that, but uh, no, it's more to do with... For some reason, you've got to appease the students to make them get grades. So by putting on more things like, I mean, this makes no sense to me, but by putting on more things like parties and uh, having more distractions like clubs, they study better. I'm not quite sure I understand the theory. My theory would be give them nothing, lock them in their rooms at night and force them to study, and that would help them. But apparently, you know, that's what they're going for. Oh God! Um, yeah, did you just get that as well? Yeah, pets. Pet has texted a Clarky. How? I mean, he's he's he's. he's I don't know whether he's doing this as proof or, or whether he's doing it or whatever. But he has sent us a photo of a crucifix. Um, I'm presuming he's picked this particular moment to show it to us because he's proving that he's praying or something. But he has got his... I don't understand it. I don't know what that is, why he sent it to. I think presume he's thinking, oh, it's podcast o'clock. I will prove that I'm doing something worthwhile. But... I've just uh, I've just responded with a usual barb. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Two Point Campus is, is uh, wonderful. But it, and, and i tell you what, I, I'm very, very impressed with the way they've managed to convert that to console controls because I'm playing it on the Xbox could have put it on the pc but wanted it on i wanted to try it on the xbox and it's really really easy to control and to kind of map things and place things and and go through the different menus the it's not particularly well tutorialized so there's a lot of things in there where so for example um i stumbled across the fact that you can you can literally take out a loan um after about four hours of play so it's it's like one of those things where you know it was never mentioned it was hidden away in a little sub menu it was never kind of done there's also other little bits and pieces where you can go into certain files and have a look for your um that there's a kind of thing where you can tick off achievements like a similar sort of achievement thing and it gives you kind of points that you can then spend on you know decorative stuff or whatever for your rooms to make them make them better didn't stumble across that for about two hours into the game so there are some things in the tutorial where they, they just don't mention that you can do these things and you just kind of find them but because they've mapped it to a controller 
some of the times it's just like, oh, I, I'm not quite sure where, where these come to. Always sometimes you have to hold one down, you know, almost do that shifting where you hold one button down, press another button to open a menu and stuff. So it can get a little bit cluttered. But once you've got the hang of it, and once you sort of, you have to spend a little bit of time just kind of pressing random buttons to see what opens because you can see a lot of icons on the screen and you know, or oh, that's something, but I haven't been there yet. And after about two hours, you're like, well, maybe I should just go and try and find out how to do it because they're obviously not going to tell me. Um, but yeah, it's the same as Two Point Hospital, just in a school. Um, plays very nicely, but if Two Point Hospital wasn't your bag, don't bother with this one. Um, if it was your bag, you really like it. I used to like those games, but I don't. I don't. I've not really given them uh, much of a chance. Well, I played it in about two sessions, and I probably played it for four or five hours. Uh, that'll probably be me done now. I've had my little fix. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where once you've seen the kind of the new things and the new diseases and the whatever, it's kind of like, what's like, don't, yeah, I'm not really, I get frustrated by the, you know, it takes quite a long time to build up a, a, a school to the point where you know you're going to fail. Do you know what I mean? You, you sort of build it. And you'll be put in the class, and then, and then suddenly you'll realise, sort of, you know, the semester starts, or the year starts in 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 September, and it'll get to about February or March before you think, actually, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to meet the 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 challenges they've set me. So it takes quite a long time to get to that point where you go, ah, I need to start again. So it's not like you can just you just play for ten minutes and you go, now nah, fuck it, I'm going to go back and do it again. It's more like you've spent 40 minutes doing it and then it's like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, and that was one of the things, that's why I found the loan, because I was like, bugger, I'm not going to be able to do this because I haven't got enough money to build this one particular classroom that I really need in time to get this, this, you know, this class through in in time to to meet my challenge. Had I known the loans thing was there, I could have done that and aced it, but I didn't know it was there. Yeah, fucked it. But there we go. Hmm. Oh, well. Anything else you've been playing? Um, no, I had a very brief go on that like porno video game, but nothing I can really talk about. That was Immortal? Immortality. Yeah. Immortality, the new San Barlow game uh, from Telling Lies. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm, I'm so like vanilla. You sent me a lot of pictures. I did because I was clicking shit. I didn't really know what was going on, and I hadn't even figured out the user interface properly. Well, you, you sent me enough pictures that I immediately went to download it. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I haven't played it yet. Um, it's getting really, really hot. Like rave reviews, like tens. Oh, yeah. Like I, I mean, Edge gave it a ten, didn't they? Well, if Edge gave it a ten, it's probably some weird alternate thing where you know, yeah. So. It's all fine. I'm sure it'd be lovely. Um, but it's downloaded. I, I shall I shall play it. I don't think it wasn't telling lies. What was the one what was the first one? Her story. Her story. I played that. That was really good. I didn't play Telling Lies, so um this this one will be What was Telling Lies about? Don't please. <laughs> so, I, I'm thinking so a more hard. broad overview. Yeah, it, it was about a woman who went, who told her husband she was going to the shops, uh, and then didn't return for several hours. Uh, but actually, what? was <laughs> old, yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god, the timing couldn't be better. It really couldn't. Priceless. Yeah, so I didn't play that one, so I can't tell you what it was about. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's not a lot of good you are, though. I know that. I'm terrible. Um, but yeah. Otherwise, apart from that, I did. So it's a pity Pet's not here because he'd have enjoyed this bit. Because I went to um, I went to Bristol for the first time in many, well, not many years, but considering I used to work there, I try and avoid it as much as I can. Uh, but I went to Bristol and went to, it was called the History of Video Games, which is a bit weird because it wasn't, well, it kind of was, but basically it's in the middle of a shopping centre and yeah. they've, they've rented one of these spaces. And the front part is basically just like a few stands showing you, oh, this is what a Binatone looks like. This is what a SNES looks like. This is what, a, you know, old-fashioned, they had like a ColecoVision and stuff like that in, in the thing, so they a little bit blurb. But then behind that, they also had some tabletop games and stuff like that. So, you know, board games. Uh, how, how exactly did they get away with running those emulation machines? Well, I'm not... I'll tell you why, but basically behind, the, so that that's kind of like the front part of the shop. And then behind is, it, is a massive shelf with all of the original copies on. Yeah, something like that. But basically behind that counter, you go through a little dark tunnel into the main back room, if you like, of this unit. And it's just full of arcade cabinets. And you pay a fee. It wasn't very much. And you basically can come and go as you please. And all the games are free to play. And you can just, you know, do what you want to do so i think it was i took my two kids with me um and i think it cost not it was less than 20 quid for all of us and you basically get uh from noon till six o'clock that's the session time uh, and you can go in there and play anything you want all the time they had quite that's a lot not of bad then six hours is it yeah six hours and you know so we went in there then we we came out went to get some lunch and went back in um, you can eat your lunch in there and stuff like that if you want to. And they've got like again, they've got board games that you can actually go up and just take off the shelf and play. So they have things like Catan, they had things like, you know, obviously the card games like Uno and whatever, but code names and stuff like that, and quite a lot of different board games. And then obviously a massive six shelves of actual other board games that cost more than my mortgage, that kind of thing. Um, which I didn't peruse because that was gonna be dangerous. But they have like so they've got like they had like four or five pinball machines. They had uh, a Simpsons cabinet. They had uh, Ridge Racer original. They had the you know Star Wars arcade, um, the, the old triple one. They oh, had, the 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 sitting one with the Death Star. Right? No, 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 they had they had the, they had the they had the sitting one, but the modern one, the, the 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 trilogy one, the Star Wars trilogy one, where it's like the new version of that. So not I much prefer the old one. With the, the vector line graphics and stuff but um that was quite fun and also because it because it's everything's free to play you can just hit continue as often as you want <laughs> so it's like all those bullshit mechanics that they put into those games to make you feed them pound coins it's just like that ah, continue 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 not that i'm saying i need but it while, while you've got some crying and children behind you desperately waiting for a car they're my kids they can go all day i don't care <laughs> No, I wasn't. It wasn't overcrowded actually. There was, there was, there were, you never had to queue to go. The only queue machine I had to queue on was they had the Dance Dance Revolution there. Well, and, of course they did. And there was um, some, for want of a better woman, of uh, want of a better word, lady woman on there who was dressed in full leotard and leg warmers 
and a headband, like a you know proper you know fluffy, yield it's old school kind of uh, sweatband on her head, um, who looked like she just escaped from a skip, and she was quite an overweight lady, but she was on that from that we got in there about quarter past twelve. She was on that for two hours straight. She took oh, like she had like bottles of water there. She had a big, big, big slammed a few Mars bars down before big, she started. Well, I don't know, man. Big fucking rucksack there. She had like a sweat towel there. So and she obviously she was fucking good. I mean, she this was obviously something that she'd done many times. Let's put it that way. But she had one of the memory cards. So, you know, a lot of the Japanese arcade games, they kind of have like a memory card slot. So All you basically right. take your profile with you. And so, for example, in Japanese fighting games, like if you're playing like Tekken and stuff like that, you could put your memory card and it would unlock the character for you. It'll give you your, your fight stats and stuff like that. So you can kind of take your profile with you. It was a thing. Japanese I, never knew, I never knew about that. Yeah. Um, but she ha- she even had one of those, which I found quite amusing. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we we played a bit of that. They had they had a couple of other sort of dance games there, which were all kind of like motion sensitive and stuff like that. They had um, uh, you were alluding to the emulation machines, <laughs> so oh, yes. they were quite literally those freestanding arcade cabinets. You know, TV, two joystick, six button, you know, whatever's. Um, running those emulation things which are literally 3000 games <laughs> are, are available to you and they were selling them so you know you had a little placard next to each one sort of saying this one will cost you 700 pounds this one will cost you 600 pounds and it's it's just like you say remarkable because it's like hang on a second I'm, I, is this legal? Can you do this? I'm not sure. I mean, they had like, because on that on those carts, you've got things like, um, you know, the Turtles games, you have Shinobi, you have, you know, all, Prince of Persia, all this, all these IPs. I'm like, hang on. This is a public shop that people are getting, and you're just flogging this stuff in a cabinet. I, 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 I'm a bit confused, but anyway. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think you're general... Bobby's would probably have a clue what was well, going no, on. Well, no, I'm sure they wouldn't. Well, I'm, but... ju- I'm also just thinking that that seems a bit bit weird. But it's all, you know, whatever. But um, for a laugh, they just happened to have Cadillacs and dinosaurs installed on these things. <laughs> so I booted that with my son. Fucking loved it. He completed it. He completed <laughs> Cadillacs and dinosaurs. I mean, he hit loads of continues. He's only seven. Um, but he loved it. And he was like, Daddy, can we buy one? I was like, no. Oh, I'm so glad Pet wasn't here. Too. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna to take that. him around to Pets when I go up next. So when we go up to E3, I'm gonna take my son around and he can he can wreck Pet's controller with his copy of Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Sticky hands. He really, you know, he just re- he really liked um, those kind of side-scrolling brawlers, um, which I mean basically tells me everything about Pet's mental age. So yeah. Um, but I've yet to get him on the, the Turtles game because obviously the Turtles game on, on Game Pass or whatever, I'm going to try and get him on that see if he enjoys that as well but, uh, it was a good day it was a, it was a good fun day um, it didn't cost very much <laughs> kept them entertained, oh my how god how much was it? Uh, I don't have the tickets it, was, it wasn't it was very much at all um, I should try there's one, of, there's one of those um, 
about 40 minutes away from us. But I mean, this one's absolutely huge. It's on like three floors. No, this is not that. You know, and they're, it's they're, always they're, they're absolutely they're a... rammed full of no, people. There are like, um, I'm trying to think. There were, there were like, hang on, here we are. So for me, it was thirteen pounds. Uh, I can't see the kids one. It's all got a bit of tits up. But yeah, for me, like for me, it was thirteen quid. I don't know how much the kids were. I didn't think they were very much. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it, I mean, like arcade wise, as far as kind of original concept, they probably had. 20 cabinets and then another five that were the emulation type cabinets they had th three types of dance cabinet like ddr and two other japanese ones that i didn't recognize but they were quite good fun um they had um you know things like some tv set up with uh some some monitors with like pc games like worms on it and uh, Mario games and stuff like that. A bit like when you go to EGX and you've got kind of those bits that nobody plays yeah. on. Um, GameCubes plugged into that. They had a couple of sofas sat down with a couple of N64s in, which was fucking amazing because they could not work out the controllers. Gave them like an N64 <laughs> controller and they were like looking at me going like, what's this? Yeah, I remember the first time I held one. Where's the other stick? Like, they were holding yeah, on the outside. They, they, you know, And I was like, no, no, you've got to put your hand on the middle bit. And they were like, in any sense um i tried to play um, goldeneye again that game is atrocious that oh, yeah. you forget how awful i remember talking about this when we went to um <laughs> when we went to uh mature gamer it's like the gaming world of never meeting your heroes isn't oh it? seriously never meet your ex that kind of thing but it's like I remember we talked about this a little bit when when we were doing bits and pcs i think we went to um Mature Gamer Podcast Expo, whatever they called it, um, MGPX Fest, whatever it was, and they somebody brought their N64 with Goldeneye on it, and we sat down, and everyone was like, oh yeah, and they rushed over to it, you pick it up, and then you start playing it, you're like, this is unplayable, this is absolutely, <laughs> the fact that your pitch, because you haven't got a second stick, is kind of on the buttons, and they're the wrong way round, and nothing works properly, Um it was absolutely hideous uh, and you know, also looked really, really bad. I did the first level, the damn level, um, and I'm not kidding. I think like, just to get past the first section before you got to actually even like to, to, to kind of do it, to kind of line the, cur the, the cursor up, then zoom in and headshot somebody. To, it took me about 40 seconds just to line the fucking shot up. It was just really alien. Yeah, but I remember really finishing that. You know, I used to play that game loads. I remember finishing I finished it at least twice on the original N64, played loads of the multiplayer as everyone did, and it was like second HT. But now, God, bloody hell, no, not so. No, I mean, I, I'm always instantly thrown with older first person shooters and obviously Halo, but the fact that I instantly try aiming down the site and he's like oh yeah they didn't have this back then did they no and then we just jumped on um i think mario kart 64 um which looked like trash but played basically exactly the same you know when... of course it does it always has well yeah i know but even the, the whole feel of the cart 
felt just the graphics looked absolutely shit. And to the point where there was, I think there was one course on the on a desert sort of thing with a train going round it. And my daughter was like, I don't know where to go. I can't make out what the road is and what isn't the road. I was like, it's not that bloody difficult, love, as I was beating her, you know, just to rub it in. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, plays the same as it ever did. If you're in last and you go around the corner, you're going to get a start or enlightening to, to zap everyone else, that kind of stuff. You know, the unfairness of Mario Kart leaps and bounds and stuff. But yeah, it was really good. And if, you're, if you've got one of those, I didn't even know it was on. My boss mentioned it to me and said, oh, if you're stuck for something to do, try that. And I thought, yep, yeah, bob on. And uh, yeah, good way to kill six hours playing games that my kids can then look at me and go, Did, why, why, if these were the well, games you, you played, you, why, why, why yeah, are you, you still a using, gamer? Using phrases like old fashioned. There were lots of, oh my God, I can't believe you used to play these type of moments. Because um, obviously on the emulation machine, it was like, I was playing like Donkey Kong and she was like, well, what do I do? And I said, well, get to the top why to rescue the, the you know rescue the, the but she's but dad, this this game is awful and i was like yes but i used to play awful lots because that's all you had. i played that game for hours yeah because it's back. all you fucking had you know that was it you had your one game and that, that was it um you know and god almighty they, were, they had ghosts and goblins oh my god that game was hard Really fucking hard. Oh god, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was really really good. The only thing that really annoyed me a little bit about it was um, they had a time crisis four there, and it didn't work. Uh, so I was annoyed. But yeah, otherwise... some of the old some of the older stuff. I mean, I, I I'll play it and I'm absolutely shite and I'm thinking like, how was it? I was so awesome at this when I was younger, and then you kind of think. Mm. Because I probably played it through about 600 times because yeah. there was nothing else around. I remember playing like games like Harrier Attack on the old 6128 um, for hours. And when you think about what that game was, which is literally your plane going from left to right across the city and you having to press a button when you wanted to drop a bomb on the city... That wouldn't make it past the fucking concept moment. Can you imagine at the moment saying, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to get some jets and you're going to go and bomb a city. Oh, yeah. Everyone would be like, <laughs> wait, now what? <laughs> but that's entertainment, kids. That's what daddy used to do when he was 10 years old, you know? Um, that's how we rolled. Yeah, damn right. Uh, yeah, but you should play that for hours. It's like, well, why did you play it for hours? It was... It was it, it, there was nothing to that, but you just did because that was all there was. Um, but, I yeah. used to love all the sketchy uh, game art on the cassettes when you'd buy them for the old stuff, where it'd have some like bikini-clad woman on the front of it, and you just you just play it up, and it's like hey, my my favorite my favorite game cover of all time, Barbarian. Oh God, yes. Oh yes. Isn't that the one with uh, Wolf on the front of it? Wolf and uh, I think Linda Lissardi, wasn't it, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the fact you Classic. remember Wolf and I remember Linda. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Say it's I, didn't know, I, didn't, I didn't know who the woman was. So, you know, I think it was Linda Lissardi. Either way, it was um, a memorable cover. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that, that was that was a good a good day out. But that's that's been pretty much it. So really, until Pet comes back from his Greek Odyssey. Yeah, we're just acting like placeholders, aren't we? Yeah. No one wants to tune in and listen to us. They all pet. 
I, I had a quick look at his switch list today. I wouldn't be expecting miracles when he comes back. Well, no. Did you ever look at his Vita list? Oh. Because that's what he'll yeah. be on. He might take in his Steam Deck. Did you check his Steam library? No. He might, he might have spent like 40 hours playing like Crusader Kings or something like that. Or, you know, some... Yeah, well, the, the Steam Deck wouldn't have fit in that girly bag he was wearing, would it? Or that, um, whatever that, because they've opened up the uh, the uh, adult only gaming section in Steam, haven't they now? So you know, it'll be all right. He sent us really? some dodgy. Ga- well, didn't you see? He sent us those games. Oh those, yeah, yeah. That, that's some interesting game choices he's made. That's all I'm saying. His Steam library is um, stacked, for want of a better word. So if his library stacked and his consoles crusty. Sounds about right. So I think we'll probably leave it there, unless you've got anything else. I'm sorry it's been me talking all the time. but you know, no, that's quite all right. Um, and I'm sorry it's a short one, guys, but it's summer. And, you know, we've, we've epically failed our listeners. We, we, this is the first show in three weeks, and it's just me and you, and it's basically just been me talking. So, Well, you know me, I'm not the chattiest guy. <laughs> Get your wife on. <laughs> Well, yeah, there is that as well. <laughs> no. You're my teeth gritting. Uh, okay, okay. I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a fun conversation when you get off this one. All right, so I think we'll leave it there. Um, so, again, thank you very much for listening. If you have any sorry for the radio science, we should be back next week. Pet should be back next week. So, you know, hey, tune in. Uh, until then, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Gamers confessional. Ah, ah.